we're a week out, obviously, from the Blue Gold Spring game, a week removed. And we're just going to kind of recap what I thought was a really good day for pit football on the North Shore. Uh, certainly the weather was uh, something we're not very used to. Uh, I felt like 85 degrees. I got a little sunburned. Uh, beautiful afternoon. Thought the pregame festivities were outstanding. Really just a, a great environment. Kudos to everyone at Pitt for, for setting up Art Rooney Avenue. I thought it was a different vibe, a different feel. You know, obviously with the tents, with the food, uh, with the band, uh, certainly with the uh, the adult beverages available for purchase. Certainly think that's something that could hopefully be replicated, at least in some form or fashion, uh, come fall as we sit here just several months away f- from kickoff against Wofford uh, in September. Uh, really, I thought was a, a, a great trial run, and um, we'll get into the football next, but I thought the turnout was outstanding as well. Uh, certainly there's a lot to do on a beautiful spring afternoon, family events, things of that nature. But I thought Panther Nation certainly showed out strong and came out to support this team. Post-game autographs, the kids were happy. I thought Crystal Salas said it best earlier this week. Uh, Crystal Salas, obviously longtime associate athletic director at Pitt for football administration, did feel like everyone kind of left Akershire Stadium on Saturday evening or late afternoon with a smile on their face. I know I, know I did, and, and Pat Narduzzi certainly did as well as, as this scrimmage um, was a different format. The, this spring game, this blue-gold spring game, was a different format uh, than in years past. If you get a chance to go back and watch the coverage online, it wasn't your typical draft where you have uh, teams split up, positions drafted, uh, potentially splitting up uh, groups um, that may have played together all spring. There are downfalls to that. There are certainly downfalls to going twos versus ones and one versus twos as well. Uh, but I thought this particular style gave fans an opportunity to see you know these units in their unfinished form get a chance to see Phil Dracovic you know with that first offense albeit going against the second defense we've got to see him with his normal unit of offensive linemen taking snaps from Jake Cradle throwing to Bub Means uh, a lot of the things you're going to get a chance to see this fall and when you have a draft you're not promised those same type of outcomes you may get you know, Bub and Phil split up, or Jake Cradle on the opposite team um, with a new center for Phil. You, you, you get that kind of um, that, that kind of variety that can be fun to watch, but isn't always the best for seeing where the team's at. It might produce an ordinary outcomes. I thought Saturday, you know, starting offensively, uh, again, you got to see these units cohesive. You got to see the ones, the twos, um, obviously going against the defense. And I thought offensively, I'll start with both quarterbacks. I thought Phil Dracovic uh, was solid. Obviously got sacked early. Uh, took a deep shot where his arm got hit. If you get a chance to watch that ball to Bub Means on a, on a deep post, his arm gets hit about halfway through his follow-through, and that thing still gets out there about 50 yards. So, you know, the, the talk of his deep ball being a strength of his game was certainly backed up with that particular throw and really have seen that all spring from Phil. Uh, if you look at the body of work in spring ball, you know, I'm not going to quote the exact stats, but he's – Completed over 70% of his passes in spring by many accounts. Um, his touchdown to interception ratio has been outstanding. And his ability to, to extend plays and, and create, I think, is what's going to give this offense a new look uh, here in, in 2023, a different look than, than what the Panthers saw with Keaton Slovis last year. And certainly Phil's experience in Frank Signetti's offense was on display. I thought he looked calm. I thought he looked collected. Um, he got a couple series in, about three series total, and got into a rhythm, led a scoring drive where he found Bub Beans on a couple throws. 
later in the in the second quarter, I believe. Uh, that was impressive. I thought Christian Vieira was very good. Uh, I thought Christian came out with that second, that two offense, and and took the ball right down the field against the one defense and was efficient. Completed the football, uh, made a nice seam throw down the middle to Jake McConaughey. Um, Christian has a lot of upside, as does Nate Yarnell. You thought Nate sometimes again when you, you get in the twos or the threes, you might get not get your pick of the litter, if you will, with the types of receivers. And we'll talk a little bit more about the lack of depth at the receiver position available in the blue goal game. Uh, but I thought Christian Vieira was, was outstanding uh, in, in that game. And really, um, he took strides late in camp. You know, again, this is a, a guy that's a young player in a new system uh, at a new school, 15 practices in, really impressed with his progress and excited about his upside along with Nate Yarnell, who, who has won this program football games. So the quarterback situation that Frank Signetti – John DiBiaso, his quarterback coach and, and assistant, have done the job they've done with that quarterback room. I mean, it deserves commended. Uh, they have got outstanding depth. They've got size, athleticism. Um, Ty Diefenbach, you know, something I know from experience through through a pick on his first pass attempt in an Acrisure Stadium in a in a game environment. I know something about that. He's got you know certainly room to grow, but but his ceiling is very high. Really like that room, and I think it's going to take this program places. It's certainly this is a quarterback-driven game, and I think this is a program that that has the quarterbacks to drive, uh, to drive it moving forward. You know what we saw on the perimeter. You know, obviously we did not see Kanate Mumfield or Dejon Reynolds in this game, so it was a lot of Bub means, and and, and more of Bub is a good thing. I think Bub uh, has had an outstanding spring, um, by many accounts, averaged over 20 yards a catch. Started the game with a reverse where he took it for 11 yards. You saw the speed. So I was ability to elevate and make catches you know, in the slot a little bit, playing inside, which is something we didn't see a lot from Bub last year. Certainly knows how to make contested catches and has the ability to take the tops off of defenses. So exciting work from Bub. thought Jake McConaughey continued to show that you know, this is a guy that may earn a scholarship at some point. Um, good size, you know, ability to catch the ball, good catch radius, really can leap. Um, you know, People told me he has a 40-inch-plus vertical, which is – Darn impressive, and a guy that has a chance to put himself on scholarship. Jake Renda, you know, is another guy came into the game, had three catches for 32 yards, and you saw his speed down the sideline uh, in the game. Panthers struggled to run the ball, which is is not uncommon um, against the Pat Narduzzi defense. You know, average on the game 2.6 yards per carry. Was impressed with Daniel Carter, who again, um, really really grateful that that he's still in a pit uniform in, in the era of the transfer portal a guy that played behind Izzy and Rodney last year plays some fullback he's truly a Swiss army knife and a really good football player that when the ball's in his hands he just seems to make plays hit Pater at one time had a long rush 18 yards and he also does a great job in protection uh, can be a good screen back the Panthers did throw some screens in the spring game and they threw him with some success I um, really like what Daniel gives him in addition to Sebo Rodney um, and Derek Davis, Derek Davis, perhaps with the play of the game, other than PJ O'Brien, I thought Derek was um, was outstanding. You know, he, he certainly the, the sledding, running the football, only averaging two point three yards per carry, uh, had a long rush of eight yards. It was the catch and run against the one defense on the first drive of the game for was the second drive of the game offensively, but the first drive for the two offense. You know, really did a great job towing the sideline, broke a tackle, and snuck into the end zone on a third down where he caught the ball and it checked flat out of the backfield. And that's what you want to see from a guy that's looking to earn his spot. Transfer from LSU, obviously a local product, comes in 
um, you know, on, on the rebound, if you will, but has a, a quite the pedigree and really impressed with his versatility this spring. Um, certainly put that on display, you know, in the spring game. A couple other things, you know, just offensively, you know, that, that, that maybe didn't show up, you know, in the, in the true – uh, offensive side of the ball, but the Roddy Hammond Jr. with a with a kick return for a touchdown. Pat Narduzzi kind of quipped after the game about whether or not it was two hand touch or, or whiz tempo or or thud tempo. But all I cared about was that is about as good as Rodney has run in in, hit, in terms of hitting top end speed, his gait, all that stuff. That's as smooth as he's looked, I think, since that injury against West Virginia, and that includes you know the game against UCLA where he was the MVP in the Sun Bowl. And had two touchdowns. He just never, he didn't look to have that top end, that top gear uh, that he had prior to the injury against West Virginia. Who knows what last year would have looked like if he didn't get hurt um, with the way he started the season. But it was great to see him hit his stride. And I expect big things from Rodney uh, coming back here in in this 2023 season with really, you know, he's not going to have to carry all the load, um, but he's certainly the top dog coming into the season. And uh, as he once so eloquently put, he definitely has that dog in him, and uh, I'm excited to watch Rodney run uh, here in 2023. All right, so we talk about spring ball, and we'll get over to the defense next next segment as we as we recap the 2023 Blue Gold spring game. Also, going to talk to to Penny Samaya later in the show as well, another former Pitt Panther football player, but talk to him about you know his off the field work with the Pitt athletic department, Pitt student athletes. If you look at gaps for this team, you know Gavin Bartholomew didn't play in the spring game. Certainly, Kanate Mumfield didn't play. We did not see a transfer from Florida, Dejon Reynolds. Could the Panthers use another tight end? Maybe. Certainly, maybe. I think Carter Johnson, who won the Ed Conway Award for the Offensive Most Improved Player, Nakai Johnson, who we'll talk about later, won on the defensive side. I think Carter, Gavin, and, and, and Jake give you some um, proven you know, depth, particularly Gavin and Carter. Uh, but you'd love to see a guy with a little bit more range, um, that can not only block but also get out into, into, into the pattern, into the pass route concepts, and, and become a factor in the red zone. Gavin was starting to make strides. We heard Frank Signetti talk about it after the game, start to make strides this spring, but, but would not mind seeing another one in there if there's a fit. And that's going to be the challenge when you hit the portal after the season is not only what's the best available, but is it a fit? Um, is it a positional fit? Is it someone that's going to make you better? Um, but also allow you to cultivate and, and, and give the folks behind them the, the opportunity to play up. Um, I thought the offensive line at times, the, the one offensive line struggled a little bit with the two defensive line, uh, but I'm not surprised by that given the strength of that defensive line. You know, let's remember that this offense is playing against a, a defense that is bound, determined, and hell-bent on playing physical downhill, stopping the run, and making your life miserable in the pass protection phase. They do a very good job of that. They've done that for you know consecutive years now with, with the very best in the country. So you'd be careful to evaluate the offensive line playing against this team, this this defense, just because of of their reputation. Um, and certainly, there's a lot of experience on the offensive line across the board. Gonzalez, Taylor, Zabovic, Cradle played a lot of football. But if there's one available out there, does it make sense? We'll see. And I do think you know, at the receiver position, and we'll see how things shake out portal wise. Um, but another another target, another weapon out there would not hurt. But all in all, man, I like where this offense is at. I think they have new new weapons, new tools at their disposal, um, particularly with the mobility of, of, of both quarterbacks. And I think that um, you know this is a, an offense that 
could win a lot of football games. Um, but certainly there will be the opportunity uh, both through the freshmen that are incoming and also through um, potential, potentially the transfer portal for this offense to supplement its depth uh, and weaponry.